Troops, how are we doing? Uh, the Eagle Podcast. Tonight I'm joined by the one and only Becky the Traveller. Not to be confused with John by the Traveller, two very different people. <laughs> One's going to be at Appleby Horse Fair very soon, and the other one is going to be starting on the East to West Challenge. Becky, how are you doing? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> I'm very good. Thanks for coming on the show. That's all right. Um, let's just get straight into it. Um, you're heading off on a little bit of a, an adventure. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Um, I'm actually. I'm actually like on full on panic tonight. Um, <laughs> so, so I guess for those people who don't know what I'm doing, um, yeah. on Saturday I'm going to catch a train down to Lowestoft. Yeah, and uh, I will be um, starting <laughs> a hike from a place called Ness Point, and yeah. that's the furthest easterly point in Britain. Cool. And over the next couple of months, I will then be walking um, yeah. with, uh, with a fellow blogger called uh, Ian from the Barefoot Backpacker. Nice. And we'll be walking all the way to, well, hopefully, all the way to Arden American Lighthouse, which is the furthest <sighs> westerly point. Wow. <laughs> and what has inspired this epic adventure? <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's kind of the, the challenge. So... I I like challenges. Any yeah, who doesn't? any sort of any sort of challenge, big, small, little, you know. Yeah. And and I think the more challenges that you do, the more challenges you then you know you want to kind of push yourself and you, oh can I do a bit more? Can I do a bit more? So I'd kind of been thinking about doing mm. a long distance hike for quite a while. Yeah. And I'd been looking at maybe the Pennine Way or um, Pembrokeshire Coastal Path, which are both yeah. you know decent Epics. decent long distance hikes. Yeah. And um, I had a friend, well, I still have a friend, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hope he hasn't passed away in the last 30 minutes of doing this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Ian came up with the suggestion of, um, of doing the, um, the E2W challenge. And yeah. it was from a festival he'd gone to. The festival is called Yesterval. It's all about saying yes mm-hmm. more. And again, that's oh, I love it. something big, something small. It can be... Yeah. going for a walk in the park every day or it can be climbing Mount Everest so it, it's very very personal which is kind of what what's nice about it um so yeah so we, we were in a pub one night and Ian <laughs> said well, I want to ask you a question about long distance hikes and and two hours later yeah. he had a hiking buddy that's very <laughs> and cool. we, were, we were planning the route so yeah <laughs> so you set off from Lowestoft yeah um once you go, is that you gone or are you coming back to, or are you staying at certain places along the way? How's it working logistically? Well, we're um, we're going to be doing a mixture of wild camping and staying at kind of hostels, B&Bs, couch surfing. No accommodation is booked apart wow. from one place in Lowestoft when we're going down on Saturday. Yeah. So that's the only thing that's organised throughout the entire trip. Wow. Um, we're doing a stop um, we both live in Nottingham, so we're doing a stop in Nottingham purely because the route comes that way, okay. and it kind of seems silly to pay for accommodation when yeah. we've got, you know, we've got our our, our places here. So yeah. yeah, so I kind of felt like that was cheating, but I think you know, <laughs> things. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> it makes sense really. <laughs> I don't think anyone can um, sort of accuse you of cheating. How? How does this work? Sort of, I'm interested in the sort of like who wouldn't love to just pack a bag and go for go for months. I know I certainly would, um, but I don't think the um, 
the mortgage provider would be so keen on the idea. How does it work like financially, financially and logistically? How have you managed to get so much time? What? Well, so I'm self-employed now. Yeah. I've been self-employed for about just about two years now. Cool. Um, I worked for kind of years and years. Um, I worked for a bank and I did okay. lots of different jobs within that bank. I had a pretty decent salary. But I also lived quite minimally as well. Oh, so okay. the house that I have, um, it's not in, you know, an affluent area. Um, it's, you know, it, it's, a, it's a decent sized house and everything. But, it, you know, I, I yeah. could have actually got something bigger, grander. But I always wanted to go off on adventures. I always wanted yes. to go off traveling. So for me, um, if I could spend a thousand pounds on a holiday and that could be a month you know, including the flight. Maybe I went to South America, yeah, yeah. Uh, Africa, you know, quite, quite, I used to do quite big trips and everyone was like, how can you afford to go to all these places? And I yeah. was like, well, I don't, you know, I don't go sh- clothes shopping every day. I don't eat out every week. Um, I barely get takeaways. I try and walk, you know, I try and walk a lot of places. And I, and I literally was, you know, not living on the breadline or anything, but just yeah. very careful with my money. And I think that sort of stemmed from my granddad because okay. my granddad was such a saver, bless him. Uh, yeah. And my granddad passed away last year. Right. And I'm pretty sure that um, he would really be, you know, he'd, he'd really be up for this, this challenge. He was always like, he was always really up for hearing about what I was doing and <laughs> where I was going. You and, know what? Uh, yeah, so... Your life is what you make it, and you know what you're doing there, and it is an adventurous dream. And um, to just be setting off like that and just going, and obviously you must have a set route and how far you want to go every day. But you know, having a plan and executing it to the letter of the law every single day, who knows? And that's the great thing about adventure. And this is what I tell people when they come come out with me. I'm like, there's a plan, but this is adventure. Anything yeah. we're in the lat, we're in the you know we we basically anything could happen and that's the fun bit, isn't it? Yeah, that yeah that is the that is the fun bit. The not knowing. Um, so talk us through the route and when you when you're hoping to sort of complete or when you're looking to sort of finish. Talk us through. So, so it's interesting you talking about planning because at the beginning we did a lot of planning and we looked at the route and we kind of set out set out a bit of a route. So, so the very rough sort of plan yeah. is to um, to do a lot of national and local trails. So, for example, we're going to start sense. on the, the Norfolk Coast Path, yeah, and then we'll um, come through up to Peterborough, um, Rutland, up through yeah. Nottingham, as I mentioned, yeah. and then we're going to head on up to. Um, into the Peak District, and that's when we hit Edale, and we'll get yeah. on the Pennine Way. So the Pennine Way is like 268 miles, yeah. so that's like a massive chunk that is, you know, is an official route. Um, once we hit the Scot- Scotland, we'll then head um, west to Glasgow, and again we'll uh, hit another another yeah. popular trail. So we're going to hit the West Highland Way up to Fort William. And then from Fort William, um, there's <laughs> there's no path or anything. Yeah. We're just gonna wing that when we when we come to it. Um to Arden American Lighthouse. So so yeah. I mean, this is an adventure more epic than Frodo Baggins, isn't it? Like this is 
<laughs> well, I don't know. I haven't done it yet. <laughs> it might all go, might all go pear-shaped. But me and Ian were both worried, like, we're going to, you know, twist our ankle on day one or something. So, you know, we were very careful. Are you, beginning of the yeah, heart. Doing ab- absolutely. Once you hit the Pennine Way, are you coming all the way up the Pennine Way? Sort of, I wonder you're going to be passing my neck of the woods. I wonder um, if there's somewhere I could sort of meet up and do a few miles with you because you'd be coming past High Force. High Force and um, Cauldron Snout and okay. into, into sort of Middleton Teasdale area and um, past sort of that way. Well, we won't be far away, so yeah, yeah. just, you know, yeah. what, what I'll be doing is I'll be, um, I've got a Facebook group yeah. called um, E2W Challenge. Yeah. And then I've got my Instagram, which I use Insta Stories quite a lot for kind of telling people what I'm up to, but also I'm going to use that to tell people where I am on the hike. So if they want yeah. to join at any point, they can do. And, um, and people can bring emergency Harry balls or watch it. <laughs> <laughs> what's this? What, yeah, what is the well, sweet of choice? What, what? I've realised tonight. Yeah. I've realised tonight. I've kind of packed some stuff and I'm like, right. I don't really have much food. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of need to rethink that whole situation. But Oh, cake. I do like cake. Any what type? Cake. Any type, yeah. Yeah. Carrot cake's good, but yeah, yeah generally any any cake. We, we were up on, um, I, I did a beginner's hike in the Peak District. Um, Is that just the last couple of days? No, I did that. I, I, I oh, did okay. March. That was, that was a different one I did in the Peak District. But um, we got up to the top of Kinder. Yeah. And there was this group up there and they were, um, they were celebrating someone's birthday Excellent. and they had a big, they had a big cake up there. So they went, yeah, having, enjoying the cake and stuff. And they said to us, oh, does anyone want any cake? And everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, cake, cake. So we we're all like eating this cake. And then they were trying to get rid of it. So they were there and they were looking at me. They're like, you look like the person who could eat two pieces of cake. I was like, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair enough. I, I always like to finish um with with coffee and cake after my hikes um a little bit of science behind it because i do so much long distance stuff obviously sugar and caffeine after a long hike yeah um, especially if you're sort of going to be driving afterwards as well do you know that sort of psychological yeah. pick me up um i quite like a peppermint tea actually oh well each to the, <laughs> each, each to their own definitely. i've got um, i've got my peppermint tea bags all packed <laughs> coffee in the morning peppermint tea at night i'm <laughs> so while we're talking on this subject, um, the world famous Moisture Boy Calf, you know, down in North Wales on yeah. the A5, they do like, and I am a scone connoisseur. They do the best scones. Um, I do believe there are a thousand calories per scone Ooh, with, no. with jam and cre- like jam and cream. It, it, I literally yeah. go to North Wales just just for that purpose. Like, forget Triffin, forget. Bristley Ridge. It's it's about it's about the scones. But, but is it is it is it is it scones or scones? Um, well, I'm I'm northern, so I'm saying scones. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah no, it's... well, I mean, actually, that would work out quite quite well because we need to be eating between oh, well, let's four just and out. five thousand calories a day. So uh, give me just <laughs> give me just five scones, and I'm wow. away. I was just going to ask you that. Has anyone from sort of, I'm, I'm fascinated with sports science and, and sort of fitness trackers and how that's really developed into um, hiking. Like I do 50, I'm doing a 50,000 step challenge on Saturday for a charity organization. All right. And, and the event is based around steps or based around Garmin, Sunto, uh, Fitbit, counting steps. Yeah. Um, and I'm interested in the sport, like how many calories a body burns. And obviously, you know, uh, 
gender, height, weight, fitness levels all play a part. And I'm just wondering, has anyone from sort of sports science said to you, can we track this and sort of see where your body's going to be, you know, where you're going to start and where you're going to finish? Because it's such an epic thing. I mean, it's going to go one or two ways, really. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, like you said, like 4,000 calories a day is, is, you know, that is a serious amount of calories. And um, it, it's kind of the money as well, because like, yeah. trying to get those, and actually physically being able to have it, access to all that stuff. Like we're on the, when we're on the Pennine Way, we might, we're not going to have access to, you know, some stuff on bits of walk. So it'll be relying on what we can carry. But yeah. And, um, you know, if, as well, it's okay saying calories, but it, you know, you can't just have, um, I'm terrible for this as well, but refined sugar, you know, you can't just be on the Haribo Express, can you, for yeah. um, five months? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, in Ian's plan, I was like, what are you going to eat on the hike? He's like, I'm just going to eat chocolate. And I was like, wow. Okay, well, that's interesting. <laughs> I was like, well, you realize we're going to be hiking, like, okay, it might not be sunny all the time, but yeah. we're going to be in the summer. I was like, if you've got a load of chocolate in your bag, it's just all going to melt. Yeah. You know, like a big, a big like, congealed like mess in your bag. Have you ever um, come across military rations in your time with all your uh, hiking and adventuring? No, I, I don't really ration myself. I normally uh, take far too much food, which is well, quite a problem for this situation. <laughs> obviously, with me being ex-army, um, I, I have a lot of, rations and a ration box is a 24-hour ration pack and inside a ration pack is between two and a half to three thousand calories so if you consumed everything in the box that's that's what they say that's what basically what we ate in afghanistan that's what we had ration packs and we had them for months on end um and i'll tell you what i do if if i do get to come and meet you i'll bring you some um sticky toffee pudding and some chocolate pudding. Um, awesome. And and they do. They, they're really really good now. They have uh, Thai green curry. They have uh, vegetarian stuff. All 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 the sort of um, sort of food groups are all covered now. So I'll I'll, I'll turn it with some military rations. And your, your friend Ian, if he hasn't lost all of his teeth from eating chocolate, um, <laughs> <laughs> or, or developed um, type two diabetes, oh, um, he can have some. He can have some um, proper food. So. Have you sort of got a time period or how many miles a day do you have to cover? When we did this very rough plan, as I said, this was, you know, this was months ago. And and, and after that, we've we've done less and less and less and less. The the nearer we've got to the date, the less planning we've done, really. Um, But we kind of had in our head about 15 miles a day. Um, Ian had some, some days towards the beginning doing 25 miles because he said it was a boring section. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not doing 25 miles a day. I was like, yeah, I'd yeah. rather just take my time and you know enjoy the enjoy the scenery. But you just don't know with with the longer longer nights. Yeah, we've kind of got a lot of daylight. So yeah. I guess if we're feeling good and the weather's fine, then there's there's nothing to stop us from you know cracking on. Really, that's that is the attitude. Um, <laughs> and I think you're right there. Fifty like 15 miles with what you're doing is perfect. Like 25 miles, you know, a couple of 25 mile days. And I think you'd be absolutely, you'd be exhausted. But with the, um, with the weight I'm carrying. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about actually. Yeah. Uh, that's interesting. What, um, what sort of weight are you, sort of, what are you lugging around with you? What, what, what's your pack with? Well, I picked it up tonight and then nearly had like a fit. I was like, Oh my God, I, I've, <laughs> been, I've been doing like, I've, 
been trying so hard to like reduce the weight yeah and I don't feel like there's anything in there <laughs> and it's it's still like 14 15 kilograms and I've oh, wow. food in and yeah that's but, that's a good way that is yeah um, it's that... it's you know what it is the big the big thing is things like my camera yeah um which you know I, I really want to take my camera and take some pictures so that's you know that's a bit of a sacrifice oh um, yeah, but yeah I have power packs crazy stuff in there really but mm. yeah and, uh not a not a lot of stuff and all of a sudden it you know it starts to weigh doesn't it um yeah. so i think with you having such a good instagram account and being very good at telling in fact you telling stories and using stories you're definitely sort of top notch at that um i think what's going to happen here is a lot of people are going to come and help you aren't they? as in they're going to turn up and you know, bring you bring water and bring food and offer your hospitality. And I think you're going to see um, the best side of human beings um, because that's what it sort of does things like this. Um, and you're going to, I think you're going to meet some, you'll definitely make some new friends. Um, yeah. And the, the memories that you'll have, I think, you know, it, it's going to be amazing. Is there anything in particular on it that you're looking forward to? Is there any certain part of the UK where you think, I love being here. This is, has so much meaning for me. Well, I think it's going to be a bit of a flip side. So there's going to be the places that I've never been before. And I'm yeah. like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. And then there's kind of like my comfort zone, which yeah. is Edale and the Peak District. Yeah. I, I, have, I have no idea how many hikes I've done um, around that area. I I've go there all the time. I wildcat, you know, it's, it's yeah, yeah. kind of comfort zone. So I think yeah. it would be nice just to be in an area and just you know it, it, it'll be a different kind of different feeling yeah i'm looking forward to going back to loch lomond and the trossachs national park in scotland yeah. and doing the highland way because um sorry the west highland way yeah um i did a bit of that when i did my national parks challenge back in 2017 um i climbed like ben lomond and um conic hill in that area and uh, and i did a bit of wild camping around there but I'd never been there before and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. I absolutely loved it. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to going back and doing the whole of the, the West Highland, Highland Way, actually. And I reckon I'll meet quite a few people. That's quite a, a popular trail, popular yeah. trail for, for people. So I, I, love, I love national trails. Um, I, in fact, I love national trails more than I love going up mountains, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> I, I just think there's such a brilliant way of just saying well i'm gonna go and have a bit of an adventure here and um the, yeah you're gonna you're gonna see some absolutely stunning um stunning countryside and and have a just a an, an adventure i can't wait to see the photos it's, it's <laughs> i think be... it's gonna be quite interesting because we'll go from like starting on the you know the east coast doing the north yeah. path which is coastal and then we're gonna yeah. kind of more rural and this is the bit that ian thinks is going to be the boring bit <laughs> but i was like but we will never we won't have ever been there before so yeah. it, it's kind of you know it's a little bit similar it, it's still going to be totally new yeah um, no, and then obviously coming up west highland i can't wait to do the pennine way i'm dead excited about that um, yeah but yeah so and i'm looking forward to meeting people as well I, i've said all along i really i really really want people to come and and join the hike so they can come and join us for like, you know, an hour, yeah. 
they can join us for half a day they can join us for a full day you know they can even come and wild camp with us if they want but just bear in mind we won't have a clue what we're doing (laughs) (laughs) no it's uh it's brilliant um your equipment have you been sponsored by anyone or is it all self-bought how's it working out because it can be quite expensive can't it this is one thing that happens well I had a lot of I had a lot of equipment already and yeah. camping gear. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to replace some equipment. So I bought my own rucksack. I bought that in the Christmas sales. Yes. <laughs> um and what, then what, what's the rucksack? Um I've got an Osprey. Uh, nice. and it's got really good kind of hip support. Yeah, so very um, important. So I'm um I'm sponsored by um Salomon for all of my hiking gear, hiking shoes. Oh, excellent. So um that's part of my role as a Salomon ambassador. Right. So I've been cool. on board with them since December, January time. This year. Um, yeah, this this year, yeah. Wow. Um, cool. And uh, and I love that. I love the gear. Really comfy. Yeah. Um yeah, so so that's fantastic. And then I've got um I've got a new tent from msr yeah um, and that's so my old tent was a van gogh it was yeah, like yeah 2.4 kilograms <laughs> everyone had a blinking van gogh didn't they yeah everyone's um, got a van gogh so i've got yeah. the um the msr hubber nx and yeah. it's like 1.3 kilograms um and i love it I've, I've only tried it out a few times i've done a couple of wild camps and i did um i did a weekend at a, a campsite with a, cool. with a trip and I love it because I can sit up in it properly, yeah. <laughs> which makes a massive difference just for getting organised in your tent and those sorts of little things. And um, and it's also got quite a good little porch area as well. So yeah. that'll be handy if it's kind of raining or anything. Um, you know, um, whatnot. for those who don't know, I, I met you on Glen Caffer. I was coming down and you were coming up. <laughs> and um, you're so right in what you say. I have the worst tent in the world and i will not change it because um I, I don't really do a lot of wild camping but i've got a coffin tent and what you're saying there if anyone's listening to this <laughs> please for for your own sanity buy a tent you can sit up in and you can move around in because literally my tent um you, you can't do anything you have to put like your left leg in first and then your left arm and then you've got to tactically <laughs> slide your body in. And it, you, I, can't, I couldn't cope with that. A, I couldn't cope with that. It's such a nightmare that I literally can't. I think I've wild camped in it maybe five or six times, and I'm like, yeah, see, see this tent again in a few. In a see, few I years did. Time. I did like the. I did like the Vango. The Vango is actually a two a two man tent, but yeah. it, it's designed. It's it kind of goes in at the bottom, so you could mm. never fit two mats like together but my purpose was it was like it was going to always be just for me me and my bag and my kit and stuff but because it um because of how it slopes your head you've got enough space at the very very highest point but then it it diagonally goes down Mm. so you always hit your head on it (laughs) and and I kind of it was annoying and I never noticed, but then as soon as I was in this hubber the other day and I was like, I really like this. I sat on my thermorest, um, and like even sat on that. I still, I've still got enough room and it's just, it sounds so stupid, doesn't it? You're going on about, you know, being able to sit up, but it's one of those little things that it just makes a difference. It makes a massive difference. Um, and you're right. And MSR, obviously they're a top, they're a top maker. So like you've got, You've got a good, uh, a good, a good centre. How does 
What do you wear? Boots or trail shoes? What's your go-to on footwear? What? Well, it's quite interesting, actually, because I'm, you know, as a hiker, you sort of inbred <laughs> hiker, wear hiking boots, good mm-hmm. ankle support. So, yeah. so pretty much a lot of, you know, a lot of my big hikes, I wore hiking boots for yeah um but since i've been working with um salomon i've been able to try a few of their trail shoes and i use the um i've got i did have a pair of uh speed cross salomon speed cross so before i joined the ambassador program i had them and i did loads of summer hikes in them last year like in snowdonia carrying like my big rucksack and Mm -hmm. i just felt a lot lighter yeah. and then I started doing some research and talking to different people about long distance hikes and yeah. thinking about what footwear to get because I my feet are just a pain in the what's it yeah. they're just like I always get blisters I've got like two different size feet I had an operation <laughs> on foot. so I just they're just they're a real pain and it's so hard to get you know hard to get um shoes to fit but um, a lot of people yeah, like say to wear trail shoes. So I'm going to be um, probably starting in the um, the outline GTX um, yeah. models, which actually 50 odd women <laughs> wore over the last two days in the Peak District. Yeah, well, we'll, so we'll just we'll take talk- my word for it. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll talk about that. So um, <laughs> let's let's chat about that. I've seen it on Instagram. Mm. Um, and it looked pretty epic. What was the, who organized it? What was the event? What sort of activities did you do? And, you know, is it trying to promote more women in the outdoors or what, what you trying yeah, to do? That, that's it. You're, you're spot on. It's, uh, right. yeah, it, it's, it's trying to get more women, just giving them a bit more confidence. Um, not, not necessarily confidence, but just kind of saying, come out and let's you know let's get together as let's get together as a group and make some more contacts because i i found and loads of people that i talk to find that they don't have friends that like going hiking (laughs) in the mountains and you know doing all these kind of crazy adventure things and it doesn't necessarily have to be crazy it can literally just be going for a day hike yeah so it was um it was organized by um salomon cool and uh, the they've actually run them across the country. So I did the two Peak District events, which was uh, this week. They've already run them in Snowdonia, in Surrey, and then they're going to be doing a couple in the Lake District next week. Awesome. And we had between 20, 25 people um, each night. We did a hike and a couple of activities. So in the Peak District as you will see from the uh, Instagram yeah. photos and Insta stories, um, we did um, fitness, Yeah. Um, which you might be wondering what that is, but um, I'm not going to give it all away because the two events in the Lake District are having this next week. So I don't want to kind of... No, 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 keep, keep. Um, And then we also did some yoga as well. And we did yoga um, on the ridge um, between um, Hollins Cross and Mantor. So if you know the Peak District, yeah, absolutely stunning. You look down one side to Castleton, uh, nice. you look down the other side to Edale, and you've got Kinder, and it's just absolutely beautiful. And we were up there for sunset doing yoga, oh, brilliant. and it was just yeah, it was amazing. It was so it was so good, and all the um, all the women who um, joined got to try out a pair of um, the trainers. Cool. Um, 
or and sorry trainers or mid boots and um a rucksack as well so that's why you'll notice in the photos that everyone has got the same rucksack on ah, hey, and everyone's shot. got the same trainers on <laughs> I commend Solomon for being so innovative. Well done to the to the marketing yeah. team. It's a great it's a great strategy. Um, it's really really you know, really good event. Yeah, yeah, it it looks a good event. I, I find that um, I get a lot of um, women that come out hiking with me, and um, sort of more so than men really at the, at the moment. And sort of people join as individuals, and then they make all these new connections, and then the, you know before I know it, they're all having all the eagles are having adventures everywhere and that's that's um predominantly what it's about it's brilliant isn't it yeah when you see that yeah and I, i'm lucky that um my, my partner emma she's an absolute straight up um killer you know she's 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 getting into a, a, a trail running and a fell running um she just did a trail trail outlaws event last week in durham oh, um, right, yeah. if you don't follow trail outlaws um it's a fantastic trail series that, that it's that's been started um they're well worth a, a follow um but as well, sort of, there's a lot of women at the moment, sort of, you know, really raising the bar. Jasmine Paris, um, winner of the of the spine race. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, yeah, she she, yeah. <laughs> she did the Pennine Whale yeah, a lot quicker than I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Um, you know, um, Fiona Rokes, who's another sort of inspirational woman. It's just an absolute machine at running long distance. And I've had some, um, I've had some good guests on um, Steve Birkinshaw last week. Uh, and John Steele, both sort of um, super accomplished fell oh, runners yeah. and, and trail runners. And I asked a question about why women are really starting to kick on in, in distance events. And it's just something that really suits the, the build, you know, excellent cardio, lighter frame than men, less muscle mass, but could, can sort of really kick on. And um, it looks like you really are starting to take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're trying our best. One yeah. step at a time, eh? Yeah, one, one step at a time. Um, <laughs> I wanted to sort of talk to you about Instagram and the good and the bad. You use it absolutely 10 out of 10. And if anyone who doesn't follow you, they'll certainly will start after this. Um, <laughs> how did you learn and how have you become so good at it and still say, and stay genuine at it? Because it's very easy to start believing your own hype. Oh, that's, um, that's a really good question. <laughs> how, did I, how did I learn Instagram? I don't. I don't really know that I necessarily learned how to do it. I just um, just started posting. It was a lot of my travel pictures initially. Yeah. Um, and then it kind of sort of went, went from there, really. And when I, started, um, when I started my blog, I then started kind of thinking, oh, I'll share more and more on, on the Instagram, really. Yeah, um, yeah so I don't... I'm not really a very strategic person, so there's no kind of grand plan or anything. Um, I've been in a few Facebook groups. So when I first started the blog, I'm in a Facebook group called Female Travel Bloggers. Right. And there was quite a lot of people giving sort of tips and wisdom. Okay, yeah. Um, And you kind of, I guess what you do is you start following different accounts. Yeah. And you kind of go, oh, that's good. I like that. And oh, I like that. So you're you're not necessarily copying off one particular person but you just sort of get inspired by what you see and then you start you know just crafting it yourself really it's I I quite like the creative side of it you know I I I love the I love taking photos um and you know I really like sharing them but there's a lot to be a little bit more just 
kind of like, oh, this is me doing something stupid. And this is because when you go hiking, it's not, you know, the perfect environment. You know, you just mm. you're not wearing pretty. You, you've got some Instagrammers that would go. Um, they would go specifically to a beautiful spot in the mountains. Yeah. They would probably take a dress with them in their bag. Um, <laughs> let me tell you, no, it happens because, yeah. and, and it, it, this is, this is because they're more of a fashion or a lifestyle. Yeah. So they're not, they're not posing as a hiking blogger. They mm. are, um, they're saying that they're into fashion, they're into lifestyle. They'll hike up the mountain. They'll pop the dress on over the, over the top, take a few stunning photos and that's them. And their audience love that. Yeah. But that's not me. Um, yeah. I'm never going to put a dress in my bag because, you know, it's extra weight, isn't it, at the end of the yeah. day? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bag of homos. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I... And I, I, really, I really started using Insta Stories a lot this year. And I feel like Instagram photos are one tiny snippet. They can be very... They can be very crafted. You can choose what, what to show, what angle... Um, and I like doing that. It's kind of, it's an art. It's, it's nice to create yeah. some kind of fun, you know, fun pictures, but Insta story is the real nitty gritty and it's yeah. to get to know me, then yeah. follow me on Insta story. You know, I, I'll, I'll do my photos on, on the, uh, on the grid as well. Mm-hmm. And I like to kind of, um, write a little story, what I'm thinking or, or what's happening. But yeah, if you want to see me doing stupid things, getting muddy, getting stressed. I got majorly stressed the other day doing the packing. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's well, the, that's real where life, was that? isn't it? Well, well, yeah, where was the Insta story of you getting stressed? <laughs> it was it was at home. I had um, I was trying to do like the I was trying to do the the final pack because I knew yeah. I had a lot on this week. And uh, what I do is I have two storage. Um, boxes under my bed like pull out drawer things with all my gear in yeah so it makes packing and adventures quite easy don't you know yeah. don't have to go looking all over yeah. the house and stuff anyway msr have also um sponsored me for a camping stove it's called the pocket rocket it's yeah. tiny it's like yeah. really tiny it fits in a it fits in a mug i've also got like a titanium mug yeah yeah it fits in there and it's brilliant i love it could I find it anywhere? No. I was I was looking under my drawers, under the <laughs> bed. I was like ripping everything out, throwing it all over my bedroom. Then I was going out to the cars, like maybe I've left it in the car. Then I was looking downstairs, you know, literally doing this. You know where you go around your house yeah. and you look in the same place like every single time, three times, and then you're not surprised why you can't find it. Yeah, uh, no. So I was like, a... right. <laughs> I'll do an Insta story. My Insta story was just like the rant of a crazy woman. Class. I nearly burst into tears at the end of it. I think I was just so, <laughs> so yeah. stressed, so emotional about everything that was going on. It wasn't just about finding this camping stove. Anyway, so I did that, posted the story, came back upstairs to my bedroom. <laughs> And then yeah, I was like, yeah, it was. oh, I'll just look under this pile of clothes on my shoe <laughs> rack. Oh, it's here. And I was like, oh, I'm such an idiot. I was like, I can't believe I've put it there. Just yeah. been like having this big stress. And then, yeah, I was fine after that. But I, I feel like the, the week's coming up to going. I've yeah. had so much work to do and all like lots of different things. So kind of like, you know, the Peak District, the last two yeah, nights, yeah. and then I had work to do for other clients that I do. 
and I think it was all of that it just got a little bit on top of me and it was just yeah it was like the you know the you know it's like the final straw yeah. sort of pushes you over the edge that that was it <laughs> what um who sorry I'll ask this another way who on Instagram do you follow who you sort of like and sort of take inspiration from who's for those who don't know who's who's the up-and-comer who's the who's the new kid on the block yeah I'm coming um I, I i i've got a name i've got a few i've got loads of loads of women i could just sit here and just like list you know hundreds yeah. and hundreds um a few of my favorites are yeah. um bryony from hike this way right um again she's just real she's um she's doing currently doing all the nuttles Oh, okay. In yeah. uh, England and Wales. So yeah. um, the same ones that um, James Michael Forrest did in six months, but she's not doing okay. it in six months. <laughs> yeah. She's doing the, uh, the slow, slower version, which... She's uh, doing it uh, in like f- five, five, five months and 29 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd be really pissed at that, wouldn't I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, records um, are meant to be broken. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um so yeah, so Bryony, yeah, it's very inspiring. Uh, I also really love um, Sarah J Outdoors. So Sarah yeah. was there last night. Do you know Sarah? Yeah, yeah, she's mint. She's I've just lovely. sent, I've just sent her a t-shirt in the post. She's, oh, have she's, you? Oh, how funny! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, do you know why she just gets after it, doesn't she? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I like the enthusiasm of it. I like um, the fact that she just, you know, she's always out. Um, and she took, yeah, just, she's, she's, she posts good stuff. She's interactive. She, you know, she's a real person. She's not trying to be something that she's not. And um, I don't know where her adventure is going to go, but I think definitely, you know, she's definitely going to go somewhere, you know, base camp, K2, you know, somewhere like that. Like, who, who knows? But in a few years, it wouldn't surprise me if, if I then find out that she's done Everest or she's done... Um, <laughs> Kilimanjaro or wherever it might be, do you know what I mean? It, never, it starts never say the, never. <laughs> yeah, it starts in the peaks, but it ends in the Himalayas. Um, that could be a book. Um, <laughs> trademarked. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you another one as well. Um, do you know Tina Dixon? She's down in North Wales. Dicko. You know what? I do follow her. I don't... You know what Instagram does? Every now and yeah, again, you just you don't moves see people. feed and you kind of... You have to think, oh, blimey, I've not seen any pictures from them. And and sometimes because, you know, they've not been posting, it's sometimes yeah. Instagram are playing hide and seek with you. So, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, they do, don't they? And sort of um, the sort of limit your audience sort of uh, and you you stop seeing certain individuals but no um those two for me um from from that side the, i think are really are really sort of getting after it and, and fair play to them and um there's some good um there's some other good female oh, mls actually loads. Like, i yeah. feel like I, I feel like bad for not mentioning i've got like heads whizzing round, but you know yeah. i could literally just sit here all night and go oh i love that person because of this yeah. and i love that person because of this yeah i know hey shout, shout out to everyone in the world who's getting the boots on and going after it yeah just, yeah totally you know, yeah just it beats sitting in the underpants having a hangover eating cheetos on a saturday and sunday i know that much <laughs> um but yeah uh anything that you don't like about Instagram. I particularly dislike um, this follow unfollow game that people play. Like I just, how much time they must put into that. And (laughs) I I really don't know what it means. Like for me, there's two people 
in the world that could have a million followers and follow no one. One is Freddie Mercury and the other one is Chuck Norris. Them's the only two people. Anybody else, just don't believe your own hype. Do you know what I mean? Just, you're just a normal person. People get, people get het up on numbers though. Yeah. Um, and I know it's, you know, it's easy to say, you know, don't, you know, don't worry about the numbers because a lot of people are trying, you know, trying to create jobs out of, mm. out of it. But you just need to, if someone wants to follow you, then like, I, I'm trying to, like, let me rephrase that. I mean, I yeah. follow people because I like their pictures. Yeah, yeah. I don't follow people for them to follow me back. If they don't follow yeah. me back, it's fine. It's not a problem. It's yeah, like, yeah. I, I, you know, I genuinely like, we'll, we'll have a look through and, if there's an account that follows me and I'll go and have a little look and, and they're posting pictures of cheese sandwiches, I'll be like, <laughs> well, I'm not going to follow you back, mate. Cause it's not, yeah. you know, nothing against cheese, but <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just not my thing. And <laughs> yeah, um, I, I watched a good YouTube video, um, not so long ago and Instagram a time with the idea of removing likes yeah. and removing follow. They're doing that at the moment with a few people. I know that they're, they're trying that with. Yeah. And, um, Kanye West, I heard him on a, a on a podcast saying he would like to see the follow unfollow thing removed. Yeah, and you would be able to see it as the account holder, but no one else viewing your profile could see it because he, he believes that it's just a new it's a new I've got the newest shoes on in the playground. And I thought, wow, what a what an interesting, especially mm-hmm. from someone like him who I think's who I would think is driven by ego. But for him to say that, I thought, oh, well, that's really sort of changed my I think um, it's. I think it's spot on. I guess I'm kind of at that age now where, and maybe it's nothing to do with age, but I'm just at that point now where I don't really, you know, not really bothered about that type of, type yeah. of thing. But there are people that are bothered and, and it does affect them. And I think that's where instagram and social media gets a bad reputation yeah. as regard to mental health yeah so 100%. If you're playing the c- compare game I, yeah. I know lots of people like oh i need to get more followers and it's like just do what you love like i love yeah. hiking i love photography and i love sharing my photos i don't you know i don't do it to get lots of likes i do it because i like that photo and i want mm. to what what i love about instagram is every now and again I'll go on and I'll have a bit of a scroll back down yeah. through my photos. Yeah. Like even just looking back a year ago and I'll be like, oh yeah, that's what I was doing a year ago. Hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, I did the Jurassic Coast hike. And oh, you know, it's kind of like a, it's an online photo diary. In, yeah. It's, it's, that's, it's, that's what I see it as. It's amazing. Um, Becky, we have absolutely tore through this. I can't believe it. I told you we would. I told I you we'd just be aware. Um, so I'm going to move on to sort of how I always finish the show um, with the five what's. Um, so first what, what's the greatest advice you've ever been given? My greatest advice was when I was in Nepal, I was very unhappy in the job that I was doing and I was talking about starting a travel blog (laughs) and I can't remember which person of the group said it, but they basically said, just go for it. What's the worst that can happen? And now now look at it. Like this, this month I've, I've topped over, I've had over 20,000 people read my blog this month 
And never could have never could have dreamed that when I first started. You know, I was I was dead chuffed with a hundred people reading it. And, <laughs> you know, it's like twenty thousand people reading my blog this month. It's kind of insane, really. So yeah, that's... that is a damn good bit of advice. <laughs> Shout out to that person, whoever they are. Um, uh, second, what what's on your bucket list? What's that's either personal or hiking or whatever. What's the top? What's what's your Everest? I. I found this really hard to answer. So <laughs> because I've got a lot of places that I'm kind of like, oh, I'd really like to go there and I'd really like to go there and I'd really like to do that. And, and I don't really feel like I've got an actual bucket list where I'm, yeah. you know, I'm ticking things off now. I just, I'm very spontaneous. But when I was thinking about it, there is one thing, one, one mountain, <laughs> I should right. say, that I'd like to climb. Um, and that's Mont Blanc. Awesome. I, did, I did the Tour de Mont Blanc uh, back in 2014 and I absolutely yeah. loved it. So I kind of feel like I'd like to actually go and do Mont Blanc now as well. Cool, cool. Mont Blanc, here you come. On the list, yeah. Uh, third what? What's your toughest day? Toughest day. This was a toss-up toss between two things. That's finding that stove. <laughs> the Welsh 3000s. Okay, yeah. And the uh, summit night on Kilimanjaro. Right, interesting. I I, I, kind of like, I'm I'm a bit torn between the two. So summit night on Kilimanjaro, I had really bad altitude sickness. I felt sick. I was sick several times. Um, I was hiking through the night. I was like really, (laughs) really, really tired as well. Um, I kept on lying down on rocks and I've got pictures of me just like, you know, resting on rocks. That was, that was tough. But then once I got to the summit, I had this like, well, I had some chocolate and then I had some newfound energy and then charged down. Welsh 3000s was 25 hours. Wow. Um, the first 11 hours were pouring rain, so got absolutely <laughs> soaked. Accountability. Your, your boots got soaked, my socks got soaked, and, and again, just physically tired. I don't think I took off enough food throughout. Yeah. So by the end of it, I was like, it was pitch black. My torch, I'd picked up the wrong torch, so I'd got a rubbish, yeah, rubbish light. I could hardly see where I was walking. I had trench foot on my two feet. So I was actually like, Sam was there. um, One of the guys from, from Instagram who I'd only met that day. And I was, I was crawling on my hands and knees. And he turned around, he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, it hurts so much. I was like, I just thought I'd try and see if it's any better. (laughs) And it wasn't of course, because I was crawling on rocks, but yeah. Yeah, So, um, so yeah, that was um, that was a pretty tough uh, hike. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, fourth, what? What's your happiest day? Happiest day is a hard one as well. Yeah. How do you like? <laughs> how do you pick a day? But a, lo- a lot of people who come on, um, so obviously a lot of people who have kids, I think naturally they have to say the kids, even though I think they might think, well, actually, it's when I did did this that, and the other but i can't say that because i've had a kid um oh but... well i don't have kids so that's yeah. fine so, so, <laughs> so the one i picked was um when i in in 2011 i went to new zealand with my brother and sister uh-huh. and i really wanted to swim with dolphins in the wild right. yeah so we stayed at a place called um kaikoura 
uh, we went out on a boat and I swam with over 200 dolphins. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it was, it was just absolutely, absolutely insane. I was just, I was amazing. just buzzing. Absolutely amazing. But then that was what I wanted to do. My brother wanted to do a skydive. So on the same day, <laughs> all three of us did yeah. a skydive. Wow. Um, and it was in the tiniest plane. So we all went up individually in this plane and yeah. watched each other jump out. Oh. And then to top it off, we had crayfish, <laughs> crayfish in the evening. And we called that our double rainbow day because it was one of those like yeah, smiling from ear to ear, absolute course of a day. Yeah. Crazy. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you couldn't have finished with the McDonald's, could you? That would have been like, oh, well, it was actually the same day that um, that Kate and William got married as well. Oh, wow! In the UK, so we were we were celebrating with them. Yeah, fair play. <laughs> uh, the fifth and final, what? What's next? What's next? Obviously, we obviously we know about your your, your yeah. epic travel, your epic adventure coming up. But what's next? Well, Where do you well, see because yourself? Of, because of the epic challenge or man <laughs> challenge or crazy challenge or whatever you want to call it, um, I haven't got anything booked up afterwards. No, um, I'm just kind of going to see what happens. I want to continue probably exploring a bit of the UK and I definitely want to do some more organised hikes in the Peak District, which I started this year. And awesome. uh, I definitely want to do some more of those. But um, yeah, but other than that, I've not got... Um, no, I've not got too much in mind, really. Brilliant, brilliant, Becky. It's been absolutely fantastic to have you on the show. We have Thank just got, got into fifty minutes before I wrap up. Where can people find you? Where can they find you online? Where can they find me? Yeah. Well, my website is Becky the Traveller. Yep. So that's uh, beckythetraveller.com. You can find me there. You can find me on Instagram. Yeah. You can find me on Facebook, and you can find me on Twitter. And they're all Becky the Traveller. So Brilliant. nice Brilliant. and easy. <laughs> you, uh, you shouldn't be too too hard to find. Um, if you just start to stick around for a minute, I'll just sort of finish off the show. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, that was Becky the Traveller. Um, a lot going on. A, a lot of things to keep updated with. It's been another fantastic Eagle podcast. Um, I'll get this uploaded to all the platforms as soon as I can. And... Uh, If we're out this weekend, have a great adventure. Adios.